So it's another override of a Governor Holcomb veto. Now, maybe this means nothing. Maybe it means something. Let's get into that. But first, what did the General Assembly actually do? Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. It's good to be with you. Eric Berman joins us right now, Chief Political Correspondent on the DriveHubler.com hotline. We have yet another override of an, uh, Governor Holcomb veto. This is on whether or not uh, cities, towns, uh, have the ability to take a look at health department regulations and say, yes, we do, or yes, we don't. Explain what the bill is. Explain what the override does. Right. Let, let's take Hamilton County just to have a county to use as, as an example. If the Hamilton County Health Department wants to pass an emergency health order, whether that's capacity limits or masks or, you know, boil order if the water filtration plant goes down, they can no longer do that on their own. That's what happened uh, all during the pandemic when, uh, when several counties did that. They can't do that anymore. They have to go to the commissioners and say, this is what we want to do. And if it's stricter than what the governor has imposed statewide, the commissioners have jurisdiction. They can do anything they want that's, that's less restrictive than what's already in place statewide. But if they do something at the local level that's stronger, the commissioners have to vote on it and say, yes, you can or no, you can't. The other provision is, let's say they do pass capacity limits and some restaurant says, uh, you know, I don't care about your capacity limits. I'm going to put in uh, my usual crowd. They can, they get a, there have been shutdown orders issued over that. Under this law, they can appeal that not just in court, which they could already do. They can appeal that to the commissioners and the commissioners can reverse that. So now let's 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 break this into a little more uh, of uh, plain spoken English. Uh, they they want to have a boil water order, right? Which which can happen, or right? The the governor can have an an order. The state can have an order that says here's what you have to do. If that county wants to do something more strict, they can if they have a vote of the city council or the county council. Uh-oh. It gets complicated. The short answer is if they have a vote of the county commissioners. The complicated part is, you know, Indianapolis has consolidated city-county government. So in Indy, it's the city-county council that does that. There are three cities, including Fishers, that have their own health department separate from the county. So in Fishers or the other two, that would be the city council. Everywhere else, it's the county commissioners. Talking to Eric Berman, chief political correspondent. This seems like it's it's the idea that the people still have the say and un, unelected officials shouldn't have that much power. I, I don't I don't see where the the argument is, is the argument that health officials won't be able to work in a timely enough fashion. Yeah, that's precisely it on both sides, actually. The argument of those who put this forward was exactly that. There should be someone who's directly answerable to the people that you can turn to who have a voice in this, as opposed to an unelected health department or health department director, I should say, making those decisions without any review. The argument from the health departments, though there is a state association of county health officers who oppose this to no avail, um, there's saying, look, we're they're literally talking emergency orders. When there's something that's going down right now, we don't have time to wait for the commissioners to schedule a hearing and vote for it or to wait for the commissioners to schedule a hearing on an appeal and uh, and vote on that. 
we need to be able to act immediately. The, the governor made the same argument uh, on the premise that, look, one reason we've been able to do what we've done at the state level is we knew that the locals could go stricter if the conditions there warranted. So, yeah, that's exactly where the uh, the push-pull is between the two. Now let's get into this bigger conversation. Of course, everyone likes to talk about a civil war. They only like to talk about it in one direction, but that that's them, not me. Talk to me about what's going on with the Republican Party. This is the third override this this session. The third, I, I believe it is the third veto uh, override. Um, is this just uh, another uh, year? Uh, this is what happens in a budget session year, or is there something going on? Um, okay, so it's the second veto override. There are three Sorry. vetoes, but they've they've not voted on the third one yet. And the third one might be more likely to stand. I, I don't think this is indicative of something larger, and, and here's why. Um, Indiana is a uh, is a weak veto state. It does not take a two-thirds majority to override a veto. In fact, if it did, this one would have stood. Um, all it takes is a simple majority of the same margin it takes to pass a bill in the first place. And... The question that I've been getting a lot is, well, why do we even have that? Obviously, they're going to, re- going to redo that. It's a little surprising how often vetoes do get upheld because what will sometimes happen, and this is why I think that third veto might get upheld, that's an ethanol bill. And what sometimes will happen is when you get a fresh set of eyes in the governor's office, they'll point something out that, hey, we didn't think about this. You know, he's right. That's a problem with this bill. And sometimes they will uphold it. Sometimes when you've got a party of a, a legislature of the governor's party, they'll say, well, we want to show the governor some deference. They obviously did not do that on the two that they've overridden. But that's that third category. When you get something that the legislature feels strongly about, something that's not tinkering around the edges like this ethanol labeling bill, um, this was this bill that was just over, this was one of the Senate Republicans' top priorities for the session. They said this on day one, um, more the appeal half, and the, the other part uh, came in later. But this was one of their top priorities. When this is something that's on their list and they believe in it philosophically, the fact that the governor doesn't agree with that, yeah, that's going to get overridden. 